This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Your host, Felice Gerwitz, is an author, a publisher, and your radio show host. She will encourage, educate, and inspire you with answers to your most pressing questions from homeschool, marriage, parenting, and much more. Felice loves to equip moms to live a Christian life because every moment counts. Be sure to visit her website at MediaAngels.com. And here's your host, Felice Gerwitz. Hey, everyone, and welcome. This is Felice Gerwitz with an episode of Vintage Homeschool Moms. Today, we are going to be talking about Christmas Eve traditions. This is episode 317. You can find the show notes at VintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Well, since this episode would air exactly on uh, December 24th, I've decided to release this episode as well as the next one on New Year's Eve. And that way you can get some great tips ahead of time. And if you have any traditions you want to share with me, just head over to VintageHomeschoolMoms.com, look for episode 317, and leave me your comments there. I'd enjoy it. And also help us in promoting this Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. It is here for you guys. It is free. And we are so blessed to have you come alongside. If you've enjoyed our podcast and you want to be an Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network ambassador, reach out to me at FeliceAtMediaAngels.com and put the word ambassador. We have a little um, sheet we'd like you to fill out just to give us an idea and um, you know if, if you would be a good fit for us and if you'd even want to do it, um, we would love to have you on board. Well, Christmas Eve traditions have changed in our house through the years, and this upcoming Christmas is also going to be changing a little bit. But we also have the joyful hope and expectation of Christmas in our hearts as we await um, the coming of the celebration of our Lord and Savior. You know, when you watch movies, they always show Christmas Eve traditions, which typically center around, you know, reading a book or celebrating a memory year after year with your family. And that is something that, you know, the kids look forward to and even the adults look forward to and remember with fondness. And in our home, we celebrate two Christmas Eve birthdays. My babies are now adults, but we have a special birthday morning celebration and we have breakfast with the family, open their birthday presents, and then everyone goes their own way until evening when we go to celebrate, um, you know, we go to Mass and celebrate our Christmas Eve tradition, which is going to church. Now, my parents have both passed, and we add a trip to the cemetery before church. And while this is sad, it does put into perspective the importance of a life led with faith in mind and a relationship with Jesus, which is foremost in our hearts. In our home, we celebrate Christmas with an evening um, church service that starts, um, and this is where it's changed, like one of them would start around 3.30 with the um, nativity, live nativity, which starts with a procession of the kids dressed in costume. Um, You know, they're either little um, animals or they, you know, then Jesus, Mary, and Joseph come and the service would follow. And when my kids were little, they participated in the service. So we we did go and I was happy. Um, when the kids got older, uh, we decided to go to a later service. So now we attend an eight o'clock service, which is beautiful. 
and it gives us time for dinner beforehand. Just these little things, friends, you know, help so much because here, because I'm going to be hosting um, everything the next day at my house, we have some things that we do. Um, for example, when we make a nice dinner, because um, it's my son's birthday, and my daughter um, typically would go to her mother-in-law's. I don't actually don't know which what we're doing this year um, because she just had a baby, but. Um, we would have a nice dinner that isn't going to be a big mess. So my son always would put in his order and he would want something like chicken cordon bleu or chicken enchiladas, something I can make ahead, stick in a casserole dish and heat up. And also, um, you know, a salad and rice is super easy. And I think this year we're probably going to grill steaks if the weather permits, uh, because I do live in Southwest Florida. So that's nice. And we can have baked potato salad and bread. And that also makes it easier Whatever you do for your meal, make it special, light candles, have fresh flowers, or even some pine branches from your tree. That's what I'm planning to do this year. And I love the homemade decorations. For me, those are the best. And then after dinner, we get cleaned up and dressed and we go to church. Or in the past, we would go to church first and then come home. And make sure you take that picture. I know the kids dislike posing for pictures, and so I try to take them the Sunday beforehand um, and there were a couple of reasons I did that. Number one, I knew that they had all their clothes together and nothing had gotten dirty. Because when the kids are little, sometimes they try stuff on without you knowing. And when you pull it out of the closet, it's all wrinkled or they've lost their tie or whatever that is. Um, the second is that gives you an opportunity to take that picture. After church, we would drive a few streets past our home. Um, because there's some amazing houses in my neighborhood that are all lit for Christmas. And um, now the number has dwindled, but the largest of the houses was on five acres and had lights on almost every spare space. And we found out later that um, the, this was really a story of how a family turned a tragedy into a blessing for others. Their daughter had died around Christmas time, and she loved Christmas and Christmas lights. So they turned their house into a wonderland of lights with a prominent nativity scene in the front. And it had a rotating casserole animation and even a high-wire teddy bear um, on a hot air balloon that went from one area of the home to the other. It was amazing. And they allowed people to park their cars and walk along uh, their yard. And often the, the owners walked around, too, with their son and chatted um, with us. And, you know, people would come from all over town to see this display because it was really breathtaking. And once we, um, you know, did that and we got back home, the kids changed into their PJs and then I gave them stockings. It's funny, my daughter's 20 now. And I said to her, I go, what are some of your favorite uh, Christmas traditions? And she said, you know, the stockings, which I thought was funny. Well, she did say, you know, going to church too. But, um, you know, and, and like I said, even now my youngest is 18 and uh, the stockings contain things like some, you know, mind puzzles, little mind games and some fun gifts. Like, um, I think I have some fun socks for my daughter. And this year I found uh, some fluffy pretend snowballs. Okay, people, we have to improvise because I do live in Florida, which I'm sure they're going to take out and throw at each other. And then I'll have to yell at them to pick them up. But... Um, 
It's so amazing. And this year, they're going to get a handwritten letter from me. I talked about best kid gifts ever, these gifts that last the test of time. And it was in podcast episode 313, I believe it was. And um, one of the things I think that will be a wonderful legacy you can leave your children, even if they can't read, you should write it because you can read it to them. And don't be afraid to change things. Sometimes, you know, you have these traditions and you feel like you have to continue them every year. One of our traditions was having a big Christmas Eve uh, lunch at my house where I would have everybody over and we would celebrate uh, Neil and Christina's birthday. And then when I started hosting Christmas dinner as well, I had to cut that out because it was just way too much to have everyone over two days in a row. Um, so, you know, at some point you have to look at things and just say, you know, it's way too much. Uh, so one other thing, when we get back from church, we do our Advent reading and because we have already gone to church, we will take all the the purple and pink candles out and we will put in the white candle, which symbolizes the Christ child. And, um, You know, one of the other things after we would pray is we would go into the other room and we would watch one of the following two movies. Now, these we watched when the kids got a little bit older and, you know, use your discretion. The first I recommend is called The Nativity and the other is The Fourth Wiseman. The Fourth Wiseman's a little bit older. I did find it um, on a DVD and it, 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 um, you know, obviously is not Blu-ray or anything like that, but I absolutely love that one. It does take you all the way uh, through to Easter, um, but it has such a great message. And the nativity I absolutely love because you kind of get a sneak peek of Mary and Joseph as they're going through, um, you know, what they went through, which, you know, we read about and we talk about, uh, we read about it in the scriptures, but we don't really see them to understand it. And of course, this is a portrayal that is a movie, but it's still amazing to me and I love it. And I will put the links on the podcast show notes uh, so you get the right versions of the movie. Well, I am going to pray that again that you have a wonderful and blessed Christmas. And thank you so much for continuing to be faithful listeners and sharing this episode with your friends. Take care. God bless. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com and TheVintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.